This report claims the EU can play a positive role in preventive diplomacy in tackling frozen conflicts around the world. The past few decades are a dramatic demonstration of how the EU does precisely the opposite. Kosovo, Syria, Nagorno-Karabakh, Ukraine, Israel, Palestine. Just look at the genocide taking place at the moment in Gaza. We haven't time to go back over all the colonial exploits of European powers and the imperialists carving up large parts of the world with complete disregard for the ethnic and religious communities on the ground. But European colonialists did lay the ground for the Israeli settler colonial project and then supported the apartheid state of Israel for over 75 years while they systematically brutalized and butchered the Palestinians. When the Israeli genocide of Gaza began on October 7th, the EU ran out to the defense President von der Leyen and Metzola literally flew out there and pledged the EU support no matter what was to come. You say the EU can limit the spread of conflicts. The Council still hasn't called for a ceasefire. Sadly, the EU is part of the problem. Grazie Presidente. So we're here today celebrating the EU's great role in preventative diplomacy. What an absolute joke when the truth is that the EU has been seriously active, not in preventative diplomacy, but in preventing diplomacy. We've had two years where the very concept of diplomacy has been smeared as a Russian plot. You've pulled out all of the stops to smash the slightest chance of dialogue in Ukraine. Where was the preventative diplomacy in 2020 and 2021 when at least France and Germany tried to reduce the tensions with Russia, but the EU flung itself behind the US and NATO belligerents? And it's the poor people of Ukraine with its smashed state that is living with the consequences of that. Meanwhile, 101 days into the genocide in Gaza, and the EU hasn't even managed to call for a ceasefire. While this report has the audacity to claim that the EU always seeks to reduce the risk of escalation. No, it doesn't. You're fooling nobody. It's time to abandon rampant militarism and stop hurtling down the wrong road of history. This is a war that could have been prevented, a war that could have been stopped as early as April 22. But we didn't want peace, we wanted war. We wanted to promote a US-NATO proxy war in the effort to damage Russia. We spent billions of EU taxpayers' money fueling a war that wasn't in our interest and has helped to destroy Ukraine for no good reason. Ukraine wants to recruit a half a million more soldiers for the war. Over 17,000 have been caught and detained by security services while attempting to avoid the draft. Many more have escaped. Zelensky wants to lower the draft age from 27 to 25, as the average age of soldiers breaches 40. There are interviews in the US media where seasoned soldiers say that due to age, alcoholism or illness, less than half the new recruits have any ability or the will to fight. Yuri Lutsenko, a former prosecutor general and the ex-head of the Ministry of Internal Affairs of Ukraine, recently called for the government to tell the truth about the casualty numbers. He said Ukraine was currently losing 30,000 soldiers a month and that half a million have been killed or seriously wounded since the beginning of the invasion. The Spiegel reported last week that Germany doesn't even know where its arms are going once they reach Ukraine. You want to keep military assistance commitments to Ukraine when you know it's an unmitigated disaster and a bloodbath that is refueling. Are you ever going to try and end this slaughter or do you give a damn about the working class Ukrainians that have been thrown into a meat grinder? Come on to yourselves. Thank you, President. It's almost the second anniversary of the war in Ukraine. A war that is now openly acknowledged could have ended 
in the first few months if the West hadn't vetoed the April 2022 peace deal. Instead, she told Ukraine to fight on, and the result of that is hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians lost, four provinces, and any hope of independence ever again. Ukraine is trapped in an unwinnable stalemate, and the only way out is to painfully cut its losses. And rather than abandoning your lunacy in the midst of a crushing cost of living crisis brought on by your breathtaking stupidity, you want the citizens of Europe to cough up more fuel for the fire in military assistance. And you have the audacity to say that that is done to help Ukraine. The only people you're helping are the shareholders in the arms companies. Now, your commitment to ongoing war might be unshakable. Don't expect the citizens of Europe to follow suit. You sound like a bunch Please of deluded maniacs.